0: hey everybody welcome back to the soap opera for dudes digest podcast a show chronicling the real-life drama emotion and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we all obsess over assigning pretend points to real football players i'm your host chris smith and each week we'll talk about the big roster moves upsets victories and defeats from the past week in this league and we will cover the side bets and any other shenanigans the managers are up to and of course we'll talk about what we're looking forward to this coming weekend it is week seven welcome in hooray week seven we've got some great stuff to talk about this week uh heading into weekend uh i said this before but uh i mean it again we have a lot of moving pieces here and some interesting matchups of the week so let's take a look at how we got here and what happened last weekend last week in fake sports it was week six and uh the the records are taking shape a little bit here we'll see uh matt who's two and four uh beat Derek, who's uh one and four and one by more points than pete scored total that's right he gave uh, the difference between the two was an entire team's score uh Derek was let down pretty hard by jared goff uh antonio brown jordan howard james white jared cook justin tucker pretty much his entire roster you, you who are all strong performers. I just named a ton of strong performers, and they all just flopped. Um but also that Kansas City D he paid up for last week didn't do too hot neither. So sorry, man. Uh but Matt had a good score. Um let's see what else. Colin, who's now five and one, edged out John. That was the battle between the first and second place uh teams that we talked about last week. Uh and he needed a Monday explosion from Devontae Adams to do it. Well, he got it. Devontae Adams did Devontae Adams things. Let's see. Uh, next up, Brett, who's 4 and 2, had the highest score of the week in the 140s, which is pretty high for this league. That's not a PPR league. Uh, and he beat Glenn, who's now 3 and 3. Also, uh, Beige, Brett, yell me a beer because uh, Sony Michelle and James Conner balled out for you um and that combined score was much less than kareem hunt who still did well and philip Lindsay, who did not do as well as any of those three people so you owe me a beer uh let, okay so moving on craig uh who's now four and two as well beats scott who's now one and five uh, scott uh, unlucky man what can you do against trubisky who's on a tear right now and Tariq Hill? uh on scott's side joe mixon did well so you're still welcome for that but uh kind of an unlucky break drew who's five and one beat tom who's one and five in a nice mirror of records i guess uh and it was a pretty close game actually uh tom was just a little short on his running backs and tight ends uh and he probably should have started tariq cohen uh in hindsight but also just ouch you know it's just a tough beat uh lastly i I'd, I'd put a beat down on i'm now four and two pete's now one four and one and even though pete's uh James winston was the better qb over andy dalton he was trying to offer me a trade that included that um i had the better like everything else so yeah um but we could still look into some trades man i think you know so uh yeah now we only have one person at three and three in the league so the 12 people Everybody either has a winning record or a losing record, except for Glenn, who's right in the middle of that bubble. But we only have one person at two and four who's Matt. Uh, so you would think that there's some stratification. We've got the one and four and one folks. We've got the one and five. Uh, and then we've got people who are like five and one, like Colin. Um, but it's not as stratified as the records show because you got to look at point differentials who's been scoring points. And for instance Scott, who's 1 and 5, has nearly as many points, statistically the same points as Drew, who's 5 and 1. So what does that mean? I mean, Scott's unlucky. He he was unlucky this past week. Uh but also Drew got very lucky. Drew and John have the the least points scored against them and they have some of the best records in the league. So, you know, some of it is all about the matchup, it's all about circumstance. But you know you got to keep scoring points no matter what so i my suspicion is that scott is going to have a nice few games here coming up that's just how it works if you're consistent at scoring points so based on the scores from the week we have some overachievers and underperformers gotta have uh, hats off to brett there we go there's the bell uh he was the biggest overachiever he was 44 points over his yahoo projection and derek was the biggest underperformer womp womp at 40 under his yahoo projection so yep um but overall yahoo projections let's remember they are meaningless they are meaningless and horrible and you should never rely on them we'll talk more about that in, in, in a minute here uh but before we get into ne- this week's upcoming games let's talk about some of the movement that happened this past week uh, uh over the course of last week we always like to point out the biggest hindsight transaction of the week and i think it was drew picking up austin hooper for free we had some big waiver transactions big ish um but picking up somebody for free who's a great contributor to your team austin hooper's been great recently uh, especially with devonta freeman out now he's on injured he's on injured reserve he's on ir he's not going to play anymore so uh austin hooper uh might be a really good long-term pickup and uh, checking in on my blockbuster trade feelings where i gave up james connor and sonny michelle to brett for kareem hunt and uh i think that was it was it kareem hunt yeah just kareem hunt huh uh how do i feel about that well after this week when connor blew up and michelle blew up i don't feel great about it feel kind of ill brett enjoy your players i guess with love maybe not coming back okay on, on to this week though on to this week uh we've got some trades that happen um so derek was in the middle of both of them so derek uh uh got alfred morris from glenn he traded away or no uh he got sammy watkins from glenn and derek traded away alfred morris um neither really showed up big last weekend so we'll we'll see what happens there um and also brett traded greg olson to uh derek in exchange for taylor gabriel so now derek has uh greg olson who is now listed as questionable uh but you know i don't know he's he's a warrior he'll he'll probably come through and like when he's playing he's gonna be a top five tight end pretty much with all that usage cam loves him so you know not not a terrible move uh, in addition to the trades, and I love trades because you know two people are, are part of the deal, we also had some waiver wire pickups. We had a big waiver wire. So even before today's waiver wire hit early, early, early in the morning on Wednesday, uh, Scott got Deshaun Jackson off the waivers. I had dropped him for Ger- Geronimo. I can't even talk. I have a cold. I'm sorry, guys. For Geronimo Allison, I probably shouldn't have done that, but uh, Scott got him for 11 bucks. Uh And let's see, what else? Uh, today, uh, Brett got Marquise Goodwin, who had a great game for San Francisco, over Scott's $4. Uh, Brett uh, also paid $12 to get the Indiana defense against Buffalo. Uh, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to pay that much for a D, but okay. And then uh, Pete got uh, Greg Zerline uh, for $2 and priority over Matt. That means Matt. Uh, also bid two dollars and pete just had the higher like sort of tiebreaker priority there so pete got a great kicker there Uh, we also saw some people spend some money uh where they didn't need to so i call that throwing money away uh pete spent two dollars to get chris thompson he also spent 21 dollars on ito smith and this is a this is a special one because (coughs) excuse me ito smith is basically going to be the new devonta freeman Uh, I think, on the Falcons, and Yahoo did a terrible job of burying him in his projected score because Yahoo didn't, you know, we thought Devonta Freeman was coming back. So Pete wisely did not trust Yahoo projections, scrolled through the list, found Edo Smith, and said, I'm picking him up. Maybe one of the biggest waiver wire pickups of the season, I want to say. Um, and then, uh, so well done, Pete. Uh, and Glenn got uh, Willie Snead for three bucks. And then people also got some stuff for free. Matt got Michael Crabtree and OJ Howard. Uh, Craig got Chester Rogers and a kicker. Uh, Tom got the Dallas D. Colin got uh, Lamar Miller and Terrell Pryor. And, and uh, Matt got a kicker. Pete got Christian Kirk, who is a young stud receiver from Arizona. Sky got Marlon Mack, who's coming back from injury, for Indianapolis. And Matt also got the Arizona D uh, facing off against Denver. So a lot of movement, I'd say, uh, for Transaction of the Week this week. I think I just got to go it to Pete. I mean, Pete got Christian Kirk, uh, a great receiver. He also got, um, let's see, what, what do he got? He got Greg Zerline. Uh, elite kicker, and he got Ito Smith. That was a huge week for Pete. I gotta just hit the bell because, like, dude, Pete, killing it. Now the problem is that Pete only has nineteen dollars left uh, out of his hundred, and it's only week seven. So Pete, known for a lot of transactions, he, we knew that this from past seasons, but he's definitely uh, ramping up early with that stuff. So uh, I'm really interested to see what his roster looks like. I don't know, three weeks from now, could be totally different all right sorry got this cold we'll we'll see how it goes uh so a lot of movement we had drama uh in terms of the uh in terms of the matchups last week had a lot of movement some churn with some people making some big moves and it's all it's all going to week seven let's let's look ahead i mean we got some some great face-offs but the one i want to highlight is uh gonna be craig versus glenn and, uh, you know, it's really the question of, in my mind, who is taking it to that next level of winning? Craig's four and two, Glenn's three and three. You know, they both have had pretty decent seasons uh, so far. And it's it's really who's going to... I don't know. It seems like a pretty even matchup to me when I look at the rosters, not the Yahoo projections, the Yahoo projections think it's, it's not really that close uh, that Glenn's going to take it. I disagree because Craig has Chicago versus new England and Chicago has been showing up big, real big this season. Um, Craig is showing his Homer loyalties. He's got Trubisky. He's got Burton on the tight end. He's got the Chicago D all against new England and their defense has seemed beatable you know, like not terrible, but beatable. He's also got on the less beatable side, Matt Beretta, um, uh, Bereta? Bereta? I don't know how to say it. Against the LA Rams, which is going to be bad. Um, and he's also got uh, Julian Edelman against Chicago. So we'll see about that. Um, but Glenn, uh, Glenn gets, uh, is that right? I'm sorry. that That can't be right. Oh, man, I got to check these matchups. I am so sorry. My, my head is places. But Glenn does have Matt Stafford back. Uh, and he has Todd Gurley, who's projected to get like, you know, 20 million points. Um, but also, Gurley's going against a pretty stout D. If, uh, if my notes are saying it's, it's against Chicago, I don't think that actually makes sense. Let me just double check. Live on the path. This is what you tune in for, right? Um, yeah, no, Todd Gurley's going up against San Francisco. Still a pretty good D. Uh, I don't know if he'll get the 20 points, but uh, maybe. We'll see. Uh, We also have each of them having a Philadelphia running back. So Craig has Corey Clement, and uh, Glenn has uh, uh, Wendell Smallwood. And so it's who's going to get used more, I think. It it may actually come down to that as far as which Philly running back is going to be uh, getting the touchdowns, getting all the points. So uh, sorry for all the halting uh but uh yeah that's that's the match i want to see I'll, I'll be keeping a close eye on that all right and now it's time for the side sidebar where we're coming in uh the punishment that got po- posted was matt's brilliant video of doing push-ups getting the whole family involved Simeon climbing all over him, trying to read a book on dad's back while he was doing push-ups uh and Sue's, you're a champ for trying to film that uh and also you know Way to make fun of Matt. Uh, That was fantastic. Also, hi, Suze, if you're listening. Um, And uh, Matt, Matt, you're not great at push-ups. I think it's long levers, probably. Uh, You may want to stick to planks till you get the form. But uh, getting through six, it's a lot. It's a lot. And uh, I guess that's a lot of guy. If you, we saw that video. I think it had to be vertical video to show all of Matt. Just about, it seemed like. But uh, Matt, you're still very tall. And that's even doing five is is quite a lot with the weight and uh and that length, so you know it's all in good fun and uh while wearing the thong, no less the little ooh he made uh he made this little like sort of ooh" when he put on the thong, well, maybe he's a thong man, maybe we all are think about it all right, uh moving on uh in the chat also, just for those of us who can see the chat uh the gift of the week uh I want to say. Beach had the most confusing GIF of the week for that face, dog, face, dog cartoon that just baffled me. It's a cartoon of a a dog head. And then the face opens up and it becomes a person head. And that face opens up and it becomes a dog. And it just kept looping in a weird way. And it it confused me. And I've had bad dreams for days. I don't know if that's related, but it might be related. Uh, Also, uh, I want to uh, so that was most confusing one i guess uh but actually my favorite gift of the week was collins uh he gave a gift as he was beating john on monday night of aaron Rodgers wearing a foam cheese wedge on his head giving a smug sort of aw shucks sort of smile and uh, that was a that was good good winsmanship i'll say way to rub it in his face and and to to sort of crow about that was pretty good Colin I liked it so uh, more fun stuff I'm sure to look forward to this week uh, in addition to football my, my Seahawks are on by but there are still some games to watch I want to say the game the game I want to watch is the Broncos versus the Cardinals and this maybe is uh, the battle to save seasons at this point but we've got Christian Kirk to watch we've got the running back battle still going on in, in Denver and to see I don't know is Case Keenum going to do anything? Uh, is he going to kind of make good on his contract here? Uh, I, you know, word is that management isn't very happy with, uh, Case Keenum and, and kind of the performances he's had. So, so that'll be a good one to watch and just kind of, again, and this is maybe kind of variations on the theme here from, from the manager matchup, but who's going to take it to step up the game a bit. Um, another one, I mean, for points for me, I'd love to watch giants versus Falcons because I have people on those teams, I think, um, yeah, I've got Tevin Coleman, and I've got uh, Odell Beckham. So, yeah. Sorry, my mind is just polices tonight, guys. Uh, yeah, need to go to bed. But before I do, it's the tidy bakery time. Uh, what's the baker up to? So, Baker Mayfield hurt his ankle. He's got it taped up, but coach is still making him run laps at practice. So, he's been a little pouty, and uh, he's been serving himself extra dessert just to make up for it. But, Baker, i got to say, don't eat your feelings. It's a trap. It is a trap you know, take care of yourself, hydrate, you'll be fine. Uh, but speaking of eating your feelings, I made a dessert this week in the bakery, in the home bakery, uh, called a schlump. It's like a pie that never tried. It's just lumps of berries and pie bits sort of. And it's been our dessert this week and it's been really good. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, I, I some of you know this, I, I sort of gave up on making the schlump on Sunday for a while because I wanted to go watch the football game. For some reason crown heights i just couldn't find a bar that was showing the raiders seahawks game in london like literally every other game was on and i had to bike like miles away to uh to find a bar that i knew had it uh, i still got to watch it uh, but making the schlumpf uh it was more thrown together even than normal so uh, maybe it made it extra tasty who knows anyway you're still listening so um it's week seven everybody have a good week seven um, hope things go well. I am, I'm facing Tom, uh, right now Yahoo has me projected to win by a few tens of points, I guess, over Tom, but Yahoo projections are trash. Nothing is meaningful and we're all just going to try our best. So everybody have fun out there. Uh, enjoy football, enjoy your week and, uh, I'll be back next week. Later. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. Right there. Yep, for a bit.